This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Garland inside. Marketing guides it in. There is Garland to marketing. Yeah, I mean, we always, um, you know, I think it's, it's a beautiful thing that we have 42 wins. Um, obviously, our goal is to have you know, much more than that. We felt like we could have, uh, but uh, a winning season and I'm happy for, for JB. I'm happy for the organization. These guys fighting hard for, for that. And we still want to uh, rack up as many as we can, but again, like, you know, winning tonight in the fashion that we did um, again, winning ugly, but losing Evan definitely, I mean, that hurts. Welcome back. BeckQL daily right here on the BeckQL network. Joe G Aaron Hawks are with you on a month, a uh, Tuesday, as we get set for, well, a ton to dive into today. Final four coming up this weekend. We'll dive into the market now for the most outstanding player with just four teams left. We'll talk to Kenny Ducey today. MLB opening day. What are we, nine days away from opening day? So we'll get Kenny Ducey's thoughts on the futures market and Ryan McDonough on a lot of basketball in the NBA. And Aaron, we'll start with the NBA. We heard the cut there. Cavs win last night. They get over 500 for the season, which is um, obviously significant for them. But they lose Evan Mobley. He leaves the game sprained ankle. So we'll see how serious this is. But, Aaron, this is becoming a theme now. End of the season. A lot of injuries around the NBA. And, and this was, unfortunately, this was kind of the thing last year, that, that those those best players were banged up heading to the postseason. So in the last couple of weeks, Steph Curry, we've lost him. John Morant, he's out. Robert Williams for the Celtics. So we'll get to that game because the line moves significantly because of the Robert Williams and a bunch of other things yesterday with the Celtics. Yeah. Robert Williams having surgery on his knee. And now Evan Mobley out. We'll see how serious this is. It's a sprained ankle. But the playoffs start in a couple weeks. And we got a lot of good players out. This is um, – it's certainly going to change the I think Gobert – isn't Gobert hurt too? Yeah. I don't know how serious it is, but it's crazy. I almost feel like we should start playing a game. Who wants to win the East? <laughs> the NBA. Yeah. Because it's a log jam at the top. It's just – it's crazy. But it's fun. I love it. Uh the East is finally strong, and uh, every day it feels like, who's going to win this thing? Yeah, and I don't know, you know, to answer that question you had, I don't know who wants to because the prize might be the, the Nets, right? If you're in one of the top two seeds, you could get the Nets. I think the sweet spot is actually the, the three or the four seed because you avoid the Nets in the first round. So I don't I don't know how much yeah. these teams actually want to win the East. Like, I think they Maybe do, that's but... The problem. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just wonder that last week if there's going to be some funny jockeying for position. So let, let's hit on some of the things we saw last night. Aaron, the triple-double for Jokic. Nuggets win and Jokic. So what did you have? You had the double-double in? 
So I had the double double and the Nuggets win, and then I also bet Jokic um, twenty five plus points. That was a little bit of a sweat. I mean, right. when he's hitting a triple double, he's not scoring as much, but it came down to the wire that one, but it hit. So I was really, really happy. Jokic is so good. I mean, I, I should just sprinkle the triple doubles. Forget the double double. Listen to this. I looked it up. Jokic 61 double doubles so far this season and 19 triple doubles. Sky is not human. I mean, what he's able to do is just incredible. 26 points, 19 boards, 11 assists, his 19th triple-double of the season. They get the win as well. So I'm happy that one hit. I needed that. So I have to say, you know, we, we have for weeks, actually probably more months on this show, Aaron, talked about the MVP race as if Joel Embiid is going to win this thing. He's the favorite. He's been the favorite for... I don't know, at least probably since the beginning of January when the, when the Sixers started coming on and he started staying healthy. And right now, if you look at it, he is uh, the favorite right now on FanDuel Sportsbook. He is minus 195, Jokic plus 165. Yet before the show today, um, and I think we've talked about this before, Tim Bontemps of ESPN, mm-hmm. he does like a straw poll of 100 people around the NBA. Like if the season ended today, who would you vote for? And he oh. did this. He did this around midseason. I think he does it before the season, or maybe early on. You know, kind of the first few weeks, and then he does it in midseason, and then he does it again now. And we're almost at the end now. Like, there's not much time to change your mind on this. And right now, this was published this morning at 8 a.m. Um, 62 of the 100 people that voted in this straw poll voted Jokic first place. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, I, it's been assumed that Joel Embiid is going to win this award, but 62 of the 100 first place votes went to Jokic, 29 went to Embiid, and nine went to Giannis. 62 to 29 is a big gap. Ooh, now, we'll you, see. You, you have Jaw, right? I had Ja. He's not going to win it. I mean, the injury knocked him out now. I I didn't. It was terrible value. I did bet Embiid at plus 125 just for funsies like a few months ago. But who else do I have in here? Oh, I do have Jokic plus 325. And, oh, you have Jokic, plus, Jokic yeah. plus 325 might be, might be a great play. Yeah, right now he's only at plus one sixty five. So, and then I have Luca. That was the first one I ever did before the season started. In that right. Wow. Yeah, I just <laughs> the the more this plays out, and and the, I mean, Jokic is putting up great numbers every night. His team and is rising in the West. Team, you know, two of the, the other best players on the team are haven't been with him all season, basically. So, um, it's incredible, but. Yeah, he's really good. I know well, everyone says oh, it's hard to win it back-to-back years in the NBA, but he's definitely making a case. Yeah, and and look, it flipped because at midseason, um, when when this was done, Embiid was one and Jokic was two. It, it was flipped. You know, the last time they did this poll, with the, it was flipped, and Jokic was not the favorite or not the winner. It was Joel Embiid. I just think we might be missing this. I I think for our audience out there, it's like I didn't jump in yet, and Joel's probably going to win it. I'm not sure because Joel has got James Harden now, and and all year long Jokic has played without his two other max players. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where my bankroll would be without Jokic. Yeah, you need <laughs> it. 
The double double is a lock with him. I mean, I now it's like minus twelve fifty, minus ten fifty. You have to parlay it with something else. But uh, the beginning of the season, that thing was hitting on the regular. Yeah, he, last <laughs> night twenty six nineteen eleven. Great night for him. All right, the other ones uh, I hit last night. I hit the Grizzlies minus the eleven against the Warriors. They won that game one twenty three to ninety five. Aaron, they're amazing. I mean, yeah. again without John Morant. They blow the doors off the, the Warriors. I got, and look, the Warriors are without their best player. Grizzlies are without their best player. You think, all right, it'll be even. No Jaron Jackson Jr. either. Um, yeah, that was impressive what they were able to do last night. Um, back in the win column, good for them. So now they have uh, six to play. They've clinched a top four seed in the Western Conference. All right, so... Yeah, the West is interesting at the top. It's interesting at the top as well. We keep talking about which team is going to be able to challenge the Suns, and I don't know. They keep winning too. You know what? Sign me up right now for a Grizzlies and Suns playoff series. If that's the Western Conference Finals and John Moran is healthy and Chris Paul is healthy – I will love watching that series. I don't. I just don't know what to make of the Warriors. Are they just in a free fall situation now? Yeah, I, they're just not as good as they were in the beginning of the. I, I just can we expect them to all get healthy and and just mesh uh, when the I playoffs? I feel part? like the Warriors are on the decline and the Mavericks are on the upswing. They're playing better basketball right now, um, but right now it does seem like it's the Suns and the Grizzlies, and then there's yeah. a bit of separation. Definitely. So the other one last night, and uh, Aaron, I heard uh, heard you you talk about it. I heard uh, the clip of uh, on uh, the best the BetQL bet the uh, the best play there. The Celtics plus four and a half, and that game went Ooh. to overtime. They had all those injuries, and they still were able to get that. They lost. The Raptors beat them last night. But we mentioned yesterday during the show that the Celtics. I don't think they've lost a game by more than four points. You know, maybe yeah. they've lost one more than four points in basically two months. And yesterday they did lose in overtime to the Raptors, but they lost by three. So they covered that number you put them in at. Yeah. So was it all injuries or is it also because the game was in Toronto and the whole vaccination thing too? Or was it a mixture of both? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, that's a good question. Because I, when I, we were looking at the line and thinking, this looks fishy, why are the Celtics plus four? I totally forgot about the vaccination factor. And then um, someone tweeted me because they heard um, the be- the um, beat the books on uh, WFAN. And he was like, man, like the line moved to plus eight and a half Celtics and they still covered. Um, they, they only lost by three. So... Obviously, Robert Williams is hurt, right? That has nothing to do yes. with – yeah, so he's out. He's going to have knee surgery. I, I don't know. I mean, they had 
five players last night did not play coach's decision. I, I'm I didn't... wondering if some of it's the vaccination stuff and like that is what was going on too. It could be. I mean, we're going to see this with baseball coming up starting next week, right? Because yeah. the, the one thing I'm not sure of though is, and I didn't get a chance to follow, watch the game closely enough to see like, are they there? Because I don't think you're allowed in the country if you're not vaccinated. So like, they wouldn't even have been there. But the line moved. I mean, the line moved to eight and a half by tip off. So if you were on the Celtics, which I was, um, you know, you gave it out yesterday. I mean, I, I played it yesterday. That was the play. The Celtics were the play. How about Marcus Smart? 28 points. So, so that last was a night, sweat, though. Did you bet it at plus four or did you wait till later in the day? No, I took it at plus four. Because <laughs> overtime and then they lost. It was 115 to 112. Woo! You're on the edge of your seat grinding your teeth at that one. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I'm following it late last night before I go to bed. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Um, all right. So, so the Celtics win and Marcus Smart has a big game. But – how about this? How about the change and significant change in the defensive player of the year odds? Remember last week I told you and the whole show that I took um, – I jumped in on a Michael Bridges defensive player of the year was 30-1, to 1, yes. and then it moved. I picked the wrong player. Yeah, I picked the wrong player. Marcus Smart at one point recently – I mean, it was a significant change. I, Paul, did you happen to see – did anyone happen to see where he was about two weeks ago? I think Marcus Smart was well over 30 to 1 or in that at least 30 to 1 range cuz I didn't see him when I took it. Like I didn't see him at 30 to 1. But he's For moved defensive player of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I don't remember seeing. It. I was always kind of bam um Jared Jackson we had talked Gobert. about Gobert and then Draymond until he got hurt. But yeah, I I do not remember like he's being at like plus 125 at to 1. now. Yeah, he's the favorite now. Gosh. Yeah, so I I saw I took Bridges at thirty to one. He's plus three ninety. Bam is still Bam's still sitting there in that plus two sixty range. But Mark is smart. I mean, I'm seeing Bridges even at plus two twenty five, which is good. But it, it's I guess this is Marcus Smart's award. Like, is this going to change again? It's, this is the one that is all over the place. I mean, it was Bam by this time last week. Was, I think it was Bam going into the weekend. Um, so yeah, this keeps bopping back and forth. So I. It's kind of like, uh, you know, taking a flyer on one. Like, there's obviously no point in betting Marcus Smart right now. If you're holding a 30 to 1 ticket, that's phenomenal. Um, this one's, this is going to be probably the most interesting one going down the wire, other than, you know, what you guys were talking about with Jokic. But this is going to be really interesting to watch because I think this one could keep flipping on a night by night, week by week basis, all the way down to the end. And even going into voting, like, once the season's over. I mean, it could be, I'd say, either one of the top two, top three guys. I found it. As late as March 10th, he was 250 to 1. What? How did you, how did you find that? Someone. Did you I, the old odds that were posted? Well, so someone uh, from Boston was tweeting about this yesterday. Um, it, part of the, the sports hub there. And he mentioned the, the shift. And then he kept going about it. And he said on March 10th, as late as, as, late as March 10th, 250 to 1, you could have found him at most major books. Wow. 250 to one that would have made Robbie Ray look like look like oh. nothing forget Robbie oh wow. man it's funny this is the one market we've been on all year like something's gonna something weird could happen we mentioned Jaron Jackson then we thought we missed the number I mentioned Michael Bridges then we, that number changed but Marcus Smart might have been the play the whole time I man. will uh I'll be looking very closely at Defensive Player of the Year next year. I'll just say that. I'll be monitoring it like week by week, looking at those big numbers. That's crazy. That's wild. And they're going to need them. I mean, they're going to need it, like, especially with um, Robert Williams out now. Like, right. 
I need him to finish this thing off for them. Yes, we do. Yes, and they're going to need it. Man, Aaron, 250 to 1. That was the play we all missed. I'm going to kick myself for weeks for that one. I mean, I feel like we do have to quickly talk about the these Tiger Woods rumors. So I, is he I on mean, his way to Augusta? It, What's happening here? He's exhausting every effort to play in the Masters. This guy. We got, we got a flight tracker going, folks. We got people tracking his plane. It's awesome. Love a, love a good flight tracker. Yeah, Could this he just be going to watch? Oh, Paul, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Let us stream here. What's, uh, are we going to post the odds on Tiger? <laughs> what are we getting here? Oh, we got that's got. He's got to be a million to one. <laughs> it says the five-time Augusta champ remains on the field list and was not on the reported group of past champions who were sitting out. So he didn't say no. I guess that's what that means, right? Golf Channel's Todd Lewis has now added more fuel to fans' hopes that Woods could play. Hmm. Let's go. This is wild. So we when, need this. What a week. You, Will Smith yeah. is slapping people. Tiger Woods could be playing in the Masters. <laughs> 250 to 1 to win Defensive Player of the Year is going to cash for someone. This is ridiculous. So when would we know, by the way? When, when would we have to know? This weekend? Gotta like how be, long? Got to be by the weekend, I would assume. That's what I was thinking. We, Why we not? would know by the week. First thing next week. Like he does a yeah, – I mean, he steps step- I think. Okay. We can yeah. keep talking about it. Let's yeah. talk some college hoops Good as well. Story. We'll do that next. Who's going to win the most <laughs> outstanding player in the NCAA tournament? We'll hit that next right here on BetQL Daily. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.